Hello, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 4, I believe, of the Nobody Important Podcast. <laughs> I'm Felipe. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the host, uh, Ramon. So it's funny that I say I believe because literally maybe five minutes before recording this, I actually sat down and had to look at our at our account and see when the last one was uploaded and what episode number it was. And I just double c- confirmed it. So yes, it is episode four. That shit was three months ago. I'm surprised we made it four episodes. I, man, I really thought it was three. I yeah. Uh, so we did three episodes so far this year, which is somewhat depressing. We're in fucking September now. And, uh, yeah, that's not a great trend for us, uh, at all. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> that's that's bad yeah so hopefully fingers crossed we're trying to commit to like one episode a month at minimum but if we can't do that we'll got to figure some shit out and yeah uh maybe some more guest features maybe uh just like some more random content and shit like that just to like make sure we still have stuff and and we can still continue to upload Great because, content uh, yeah yeah and because at the end of the day like this is fucking fun you know we are we are nobody important so like it doesn't necessarily have to be just us like, mm. it can be other people that are equally just not as important <laughs> i mean the, the the original plan of this when we first started planning this 10 12 years ago it was completely different people it wasn't us yeah <laughs> it was totally different it was uh just a whole group of of everyone uh so yeah but now it's us now we're here uh, and sipping out of our nobody important podcast yeah i, I that, looked for these specifically oh yeah it is uh so awesome they were made uh locally here in phoenix by a guy that runs an etsy shop specifically for like etching glass and he actually etched all of the glasses and things like that that the arizona bourbon society sells like he's the one that did it all so mm. Uh, I believe his Etsy page is barrel raised fucking awesome dude. Super cool to work with. I uh, may have shouted him out before, but looking at these, I mean, I've used these glasses so many times and the etching's not fading. Like there's no blemishes. There's, there's no nothing in them and they're fantastic glasses. It's really cool to see a logo on stuff, right? I feel like I want merch, but and just be two record. shirts. Yeah, I'm like, I, I feel like we need to like record consistently to actually have merch. You have to give them out. Because, well, no, here's the thing though. Like, I'd be down to like rock merch and shit like that at other places. Like, go out in public and just like, gonna go grocery shopping when I fucking just am walking around with like the kid, with my wife, whatever, just wearing a shirt for like nobody important podcast. As, like, I would Promotion too. for us. And yeah. people are like, oh, what is that? It's like, oh, that's mine. But I also feel like in order for us to promote it like that, we need to upload regularly. <laughs> yeah, we need to actually have something people go back to. <laughs> yeah, it was like, oh, the last time these motherfuckers uploaded was three months ago, and he's wearing a shirt to promote it? Fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's always funny to wear shirts like that, because you'll get like people's attentions, and, and it'll get a story. Like uh, We told the story like last year when we um, crashed at Amazon Party, and we came out with amazon developer shirts yeah and it became twitch developer twitch developer shirts yeah. and it became a thing where i wore the shirt and people were like you work for amazon for twitch i'm like sure <laughs> <laughs> of course yeah why, no, why, why else would i wear this shirt yeah and there was another one i forget it was either a shirt that i had it was just either like just a regular twitch shirt or like twitch partner some shit like that mm. whatever it was and i got stopped a couple different times like yo what's your twitch channel 
And the first time it caught me off guard. And so I was just like, I don't know. I used to be a partner. Like I, I played it off, not thinking about it. And then I was like, fuck, that was a good promotional opportunity. I should have told him nobody important. <laughs> and so like i did get asked it like one or two other times and i did tell him nobody board podcast no shit, which funny. fucking sucks though because we don't use twitch but anyways anyways <laughs> so this all started because we we're talking about these glasses yes and so felipe while i was uh prepping everything getting everything all set up uh felipe poured us a couple glasses of of bourbon of whiskey and I have no fucking clue what he poured. I've been over here trying to like smell it and, and figure out what the hell it is because I want to see if I even know my own collection because it's literally all shit that I've bought. And it's kind of sad that, I mean, maybe it's a good or a bad thing, however you want to look at it, that I may not know what it is based on like smell or taste. So I'm trying to figure that out. Felipe knows what it is. So he's going to be able to call me a dumbass if I get it wrong. Uh, meanwhile, he's over here like smelling it, swirling it like a fucking sommelier. Um, I'm not going to say come until you taste it. All right. So just tried it. Just had a little taste of it. Uh, very oaky is almost how it comes off. A um, sweet. A little, oh, there's the burn. A little um, bit of oak, a little bit of sweetness, a little bit. Um, yeah, Fuck. That is going to be a tough one for me because I'm just like, damn. Well, there's, there's quite a few that I haven't tried in a while. One hint okay. is, uh, actually, I'd give it away. I can't even say it. Are you gonna give it away? Huh? You gonna is it gonna give it away? Oh, for sure. Fuck. Okay. Because you 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 made a comment uh, with a little description before, um, that already says you're you're on the wrong path. Oh, all right. Well, I'm all kinds of fucked then because I have no idea what the hell I'm doing. Um. I was going to guess the fucking uh, Angel's Envy uh, Arizona Bourbon Society pick. I thought about that one. <laughs> but since I haven't opened my... Oh, no. What do I have? I have... Uh, I don't know. It's the r slash bourbon pick. Yeah. That's what it is. The Angel's Envy r slash bourbon pick. Um, I haven't even opened that bottle yet. It's just... Anyways. Uh, yeah, I didn't want to like try yours. I'm like, no, nah, I got to try mine. Um, Son of a bitch. All right. Well, this proved I was wrong. Uh it's not as much as I thought. Like literally my second guess was going to be like fucking Elijah Craig, but I also don't think it's that. So no, just tell me how wrong was I? Well, the, the thing you said was, you know, you've, you've bought it. This one you haven't bought. Was it the Weller foolproof? Yeah. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's why I, I, fro- I, I tilted my head and looked at I you. I saw my, your mm, face and I was like, mm. damn, that should have been a giveaway. Cause like you, you kind of gave that away and, and sold that. Uh, so it's a Weller foolproof, which explains why I like this so much, but, um, God damn it. Yeah. It's really good. You want to tell the story for it then? We've told it before. We have. Yeah. We're, we were at a bar with friends and you almost bought it, but like you have a rule of only, only buying one bottle of whiskey. So I bought it. No, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And since we always drink together, I'm going to just store it here. Yeah. No. And I know it hasn't been like, it don't, we only drink it together. Yep. Otherwise that shit would be empty. Oh yeah. No, uh, <laughs> it would be totally empty. So it's a Weller foolproof, uh, was it pigtails pick or mm-hmm. whatever. And so fantastic one. Funny enough, I actually have two more bottles of Weller foolproof yeah. in there from total wine. And so it's like the total wine picks. I haven't opened them yet, but I'm like, damn, I wonder how they compare. And I almost want to do a side-by-side after this. With we should, those other we ones. should, because we did that with the Blantons and it was drastically different. I mean, fuck it. 
pop one open. Like the the bar is right behind right, you. You guys are probably going to hear a little bit of sound while while Felipe turns around here. But you know what? This is the shit that we do because we've got issues. So opening a brand new bottle here while you are listening to us and. <laughs> Just hear all the glass and everything. We're going to call that audio texture. (laughs) Oh, so yeah, we, uh, you know, like to make a mess of things and like to cause problems. So, you know, it'll be, it'll be a ton of fun to see. And I think there's like a seal on it that you have to like pick out. Yeah. Yeah. So while he's working on that, basically, you know, wanted to share, like I said, it's been about three months since we have done an episode in those last three months, <laughs> holy shit! Like it has been uh, quite a couple months uh, for sure. So I think at the time of the last recording, I had been laid off by. Damn, you didn't get the pop on. I was about to hear the noise. I'm like, God damn, I should have put it right in front of the mic. <laughs> um, I'm gonna do a little bit since we already got more whiskey. Yeah, no, that's good. Um, that was nice well i'm curious to hear that how that comes out like through the microphone i mean someone's gonna be like is someone peeing during this no, show no, they're gonna be like i thought they said a little bit because are you just gonna hear the bubble like, <laughs> i mean it's our version of a little bit yeah i guess <laughs> this is total wine single barrel select it smells sweeter i'll give it that much i'll try it again in a second but um the so the last time, you know, we were here, I'd gotten laid off from the job that I was at. They laid off like fucking like 20% of the company. And I'm pretty sure I talked about it last time. And so literally like the day after I got laid off, I got reached out to by the CEO and the founder of a competitor of the previous company I was at. I ended up going to work for them. They made me an offer. Uh, that didn't work out either. Uh, they called me out. <laughs> and it it, it kind of failed. I was there for about two months. And, um, it was a really big personality clash between me and the CEO is what I've come to discover in that, like he very, very much wanted to control every single aspect of the business and also wanted to avoid anything and everything that could potentially be considered controversial in the business place in the, in like the workplace. Mm. And so for me, I've got a big mouth. I've got a very big mouth and I don't shut up. And so I'm all about taking care of the people around me, taking care of the people that work for me, taking care of just the the culture and the environment as a whole. Anyone that's worked with me will tell you that. And so there was uh, some pretty severe shit that was happening in the country uh, a couple months ago. And I posted a message of support for everyone in the company that needed it. And about an hour after posting that message, which it got deleted from our uh, internal chat Office system chat. that we were using, essentially Slack, uh, about an hour after posting, I got a call from HR that I was being let go because I wasn't performing up to standard. And I'm like, mm, I call bullshit. But well, also, then they also call you out on showing up to work late. Yeah, no, they said I was leaving early. Oh. Um, but here's the thing. The only time I had left early was one day that week because my wife's uncle died. Yeah. Family values, guys. Yep. Uh, So that's what happened. So I, (laughs) for two out of the last three months since we've recorded, I was unemployed. (laughs) Yeah, that was, uh, 
Yeah, that was a crazy change. Yeah. Uh, especially because, like, oh, shit, that's crazy that he found a job so quickly. Good for him. Like, Because last time you were unemployed, it was uh, uh, quite a while. I mean, yeah. So, like, that was, that was kind of by design. I mean, it was during COVID. So, yeah. unemployment, I was getting a decent amount. Had a new son and all of that. So, like, I, I stayed home taking care of him and, and doing all that, taking care of my wife while she was pregnant. And so, like, yeah, it was a while. Like the last time, you know, I got laid off from a company when they shut down, but part of it was also by design. Yeah. And so it wasn't as, wasn't as intense, wasn't as severe. Um, but I'm not the only one that had shit go down. Oh yeah. So I've, I've mentioned it before that I work in HOA management. Um, while my role specifically is in high rise buildings, um, which has a lot more than just regular HOAs, we had the majority owner of the building sell most of his unit or all of his units which is 93 percent damn he owned that much of a building that has 202 units god damn so the new company came in and within the hour of the deal closing they called my boss and told him there this is your 30 days notice so the building i had worked at for three years has caused me a lot of damn crazy pain and stress and Oh, man. Yeah, that was crazy. Um, Yeah, so uh, that was in July. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Sounds about right. And um, the end of July, you know, said goodbye to my staff. Most of them stayed, which is good because, you know, that's what they try. They try to keep everybody. They even made me an offer, but it was an insult. Yeah, I was going to say, wasn't it like this super insulting offer? It was a third lesson I make now. A third and less? It, and it's technically a demotion. I would have been the assistant manager. Get the fuck out. Who would have been the manager? Uh, the new woman who they hired, who's, uh, I'm hearing, is not doing too well. Ah, um, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, the only consistency in there is my staff. Well, everybody knew they brought in has, it's, I'm only hearing negative things. Damn. That's just because I'm still in touch with my staff. Um, yeah, that was, that was, I'm not going to lie, that was very emotional. Because yeah, I, I, I really dive in into my work and and my I guess in my business it, my name is put on that building and if I was as I was packing stuff up and making sure everything was in order I see my name in all these damn documents of projects we closed out and it just you know for three years if anyone looks back at that history it's me yeah so I man leaving that day was really emotional I remember man like you were talking with us and I think like the the one time I was talking with you about it like you actually teared up a little oh and it was it was the only it was i've known you since we were what 14 15 yeah and now we're 32 and i'm like i think it was the first time i ever saw you like cry or tear up over anything so i was like damn this is intense the day i found out i cried a lot not because i felt like i let my staff down because we knew the cell was coming but i just assumed they would keep us on to make sure you know there's a smooth transition not just a steer so i felt like i let them down and then at the end, when I had to leave, I'm like, oh, these people I've worked with for three years, this team I've built around me that, you know, what I do isn't easy, um, but they make it a lot easier because I have the right people in the right places. So saying goodbye to all of them, even though I see them every three weeks, I still go to get I mean, a haircut yeah, downtown, down there but it's not, it's not the same as, you know, 
they're my staff. Yeah. Day to day. Like you see them every single day. Like you're talking with them, you're hanging out with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you even posted like some of the notes and, or I don't know if you posted them online or if like, if you just sent them like in a private chat. Oh no, I posted us, them on my story. Yeah. Uh, like on Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. And I was like, damn, like they wrote you like some heartfelt messages and shit. I was like, Oh yeah. I've got a team of people who said, if you find a building for us, we're all work. We'll follow you. It's just <laughs> the place I'm at now. I know I had a staff. So it's just like, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, and here's the thing. So, like, the uh, the company that I was at uh, that did the layoffs, not not the most recent one where I was only there two months, but the company prior to that, it was, like, an e-commerce, you know, working, working from home, uh, supporting, like, customers wanting to purchase a product. And the day that the news populated that they were laying off people and that I was one of the people that got let go, holy shit. I had no real, like, I knew a lot of people there liked me, mm-hmm. like, as far as, like, my personality, because, like, I, I am transparent to a fault in the workplace where, like, if people ask me a question, I will tell them the answer, even if it's technically not something they should probably know yet. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't want to surprise people with anything happening. I'm like, so literally down to the point of, like, setting up meetings, I won't even schedule a meeting with people unless I have an agenda in that meeting, like in the invite. So that way they're not like, what the fuck is this meeting about? It's yeah, like, you don't no, want to no, just catch like, them off guard. You're yeah. Them, hey, we're going to meet to discuss X. Yes. Yeah. And so like, you know, that's that's how I am at all times. And like, I'm also this giant goofball. And so literally on like Slack, which is our internal communication, and then also even on fucking LinkedIn and like the posts and shit that I made, the amount of people that were one thanking me and like really sad to see me leave and two fucking pissed that <laughs> I was one of the people that was let go. I was like, Oh shit. Like this is a weird feeling. Like it, Oh, for sure. It, it feels good. It feels bad. And then I'm like, damn, like how am I supposed to react to this? It, yeah, no, it, it's, it's surreal. And like not to toot our own horns, but, like, there's no way to say this without doing it. Yeah. That's a sign of good leadership. If the people below you were, like, like heartbroken, but, like, you know, similar to that, and are saying, hey, wherever you land, let me know. There's a position for me. I'll follow you. Yeah. that Like, to change jobs is stressful and crazy, but to do it just to make, to follow a boss, that's crazy. That speaks volumes. Oh, for uh, sure. And... You know, I had that, like, I actually ended up, so funny enough, the company that didn't work out for me, I was only there two months, I actually brought someone that I had worked with at the previous company that also got laid off. I brought them with me in, like, a different role, and, like, they got a promotion, they got a promotion, they got a raise, they got, like, a $5 an hour raise, like, they got, yeah, it was fucking dope, I was like, you know what, good for you, dude, like, that's awesome, great place, yeah, I, I got I got mixed opinions on that place, yeah, but uh, I'll I'll leave that leave that here. Side note: trying these two whiskeys, like we've been we've been going on a little bit of reminiscing and story time and back and forth. So, the total wine pick, the one that we just cracked open that you heard Felipe pouring, to me, it smells sweeter, but it doesn't taste sweeter. Yeah, it has a little bit more of a burn. Yes. Um, and I think they're the same proof. They're what, like 110, 112? Like, uh, 114. 
Okay, yeah. So like 114. So like they're the same proof, but obviously different flavor profile, different um, different smell, everything like it that. Is, um, a, the the pigtails one's definitely more oaky. It it's it's, it's it does the total wine one isn't as spicy as how oh, it's it burns a little more. That's what I meant to say. Yeah, it does burn a little more. It doesn't taste as sweet. It doesn't have like. As hard as it is to say this, because I really, really love Weller Full Proof, it almost tastes bland. Air! Yes! I was going to say, there's nothing, there's no, there's nothing that draws, like, there's no flavor that sticks out to me. Yeah. It, I'm like, it's, it, it it's, tastes like whiskey. Yeah. I'm like, which, it's kind of disappointing. I'm like, damn. Well, that's, I, I mean, but here's the thing. That's also a really cool thing to me, though, because it tells you how much of a variation there can be in literally the same exact brand. Yeah. And to me, that's cool as hell. Obviously, you know, you'd like some consistency in a, in a couple different things in a couple different areas, but let's try this. to me, that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Add some water to yours. Yeah. Let's try to leaven up some flavors here. See, see if it opens up for sure. So, you know, now, so we're, we're here talking about like jobs and, and doing all this shit. So I, I say, for two out of the last three months, I was unemployed because actually just last week I did sign a, a job to, to join a new company. Funny enough, it's the same company my wife works at. <laughs> hey, man, uh, you get a job. Hey, right? Uh, paycheck's a paycheck. So I, uh, we're not in the same department. We're not in the same division. Uh, we're in completely separate areas of the company. So uh, it was funny, though, because like no one knew about my relation to her going through this interview process what like mean? at all like i was just like i'm not gonna say shit yeah i'm not like they didn't ask me so i was on a don't ask don't tell like <laughs> if you don't ask i'm not opening that up funny enough though so i get the offer i get the offer letter one of the questions in the offer letter is do you have a friend or relative that works for this company uh, and i was like fuck <laughs> i had to disclose it at that yeah. point so i'm still waiting for my background check and obviously like it's been a holiday weekend like we're recording this on fucking labor day so it's been a holiday weekend so my background check should be pending or should be finished this week and then probably starting either next week or the week after um, I'm just like, I, my one like fingers crossed thing is that the fact that my wife works there doesn't fuck me over on this background check. That's my only thing where I'm just like, fuck. No, I think, I don't think it will. I don't think it would. It's just, I mean, as a person who, who's done, we've both have done hiring, I feel like if you hear that, it's like, um, well, you kind of know the person like she they know your wife and like they know her track record if you're married to them you'll probably get a similar track record because you know and the same thing with friends like you hang out around people that are similar to you so you know if they hire your friend and be like oh you know they're, they're probably gonna be similar people yeah and so like for her she's just coming up on her 10 year anniversary with God the damn. company right i was just like shit the longest i've been at a company was three years <laughs> oh. um and so She's coming up on her 10 year anniversary with the company. And I, I think at least for me, one of the biggest things when I saw that, or if there was any sort of like relation, anything like that, it's as long as there's no sort of like power dynamic that's in, that's involved. Mm. It's typically okay. at most businesses, like as long as like one of us isn't reporting to the other and like managing the work of the other, which, or even like in the same department, potentially managing like similar work. 
Yeah. For us, we're in completely separate departments. So like she's, you know, in, in one division handling, um, like it and, and, and that type of stuff. I'm on the marketing side now. And so like completely separate, like her team knows me. (laughs) And so, you know, it's, it's going to be funny because they're going to be like, what the fuck? Like, um, they're going to be like, who the hell? Like, why are you here now? Like, Mm -hmm. why are you working here? Because like, this is just a total shock. And so I know it's going to be shocked to the team that I'm joining. We're like, wait, why do you know so many people? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Have you told your friend? Uh, yeah. Your buddy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So uh, another good buddy of mine actually works for my wife. Uh, he, he got the job because, not because, like, dude's talented as fuck. Like, he knows his shit. He is one of the hardest working people I've ever met in my life. And... They had a position open up that fit his skill set like perfectly. Mm. Like his personality is this outgoing personality. It's, you know, very technically knowledge based, like all of these things that like he's, he's solid. And so like both me and my wife were just like, shit, this is a perfect position for him. Like, let's actually get him going through this interview process. And so he went through the interview process Everyone liked him, and he's been there six, nine months, something like that. He's been there for a while, and, like, going great. Everything's going great. He's doing great. Um, so it was pretty cool. Funny thing, though, was that so during, the, during my interview process, they are like, you know, how did you find this job? You know, why, why did you want to come here? Yeah. I dropped his name. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> instead of my wife's, I dropped his name. Be like, yeah, I worked with him at two previous companies, which I did. Yeah. And I was like, worked with him at two previous companies. He saw this position come up. He knew I was looking for something. He recommended it to me. The day after my interview, Mm -hmm. the director of my division sent him a message. Hey, do you know this guy? (laughs) That's funny. Sent him a message. Hey, do you know this guy? What are your thoughts on him? And so thankfully, my buddy talked me up and, you know, he said good things about me, which I mean, in a business environment, like not to be cocky and toot my own horn type of thing, but, uh, I mean, we've kind of discussed yeah. that, like, you know, th- there's going to be good things to say about me. And so I just thought it was funny as shit, though, because, like, literally they reached out to him and, like, he sent me screenshots of, like, the guy asking, like, hey, do you know him? Like, tell me about him. <laughs> Dude, speaking of being cocky, it's the first time ever uh, I've had a board call me cocky hmm? at my new building. Uh, what the hell? How During happen? a board meeting. Multiple times it's happened. What? Uh, um yeah well you'd introduce me and then like yeah you know he's co- he comes off a bit cocky but you know and i'm like i oh shit i i, I guess i i mean <laughs> i know what i'm doing <laughs> I, I don't know if that means i'm cocky or not but i know what i'm doing and the person who was here set the bar really low uh, <laughs> I, I, that's not my person my fault and then like during that whole july transition i was also like looking for other jobs I had communities fighting over me and saying, "If you don't, if we don't get Felipe, we're gonna fire you guys." So really of gonna course that's gonna contract, build on yeah. my ego. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know. Half the time I think I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, but apparently, <laughs> if people are fighting over me, I must be doing something right. <laughs> I mean, like for them to in open meetings in front of owners say I'm cocky, I'm like, I, I, I got to live up to it, I guess. I mean, I, I mean shit, we'll see like, how far <laughs> see how far it takes you. But I mean. Just, it's literally one of those things of like, all right, I get it. I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm talking about. 
that makes me cocky. I mean, whatever. I, I'll, I'll take that with a grain of salt because, like, that's that's pretty funny though. Because yeah. like the fact that they openly called you out like that and said, like, oh shit, this dude's cocky. Yeah, no, it was hilarious. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, you are cocky, Mike. How am I cocky? They built up my ego. I don't know. <laughs> It's uh, your fucking fault, motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> like, God. It was, oh, God. It was, it was really funny. Um, and it, it's weird when the HOA worlds because the boards like to interview you to know, like, they could ultimately, they could say, no, like, wait, we don't want him as a manager. And mm-hmm. they did like me. Um, one of the, the board president is, uh, he loves Arizona. Um, his family is part of the history of Arizona. And it's weird, like, talking to him about, like, you know, where, where we went to high school. Because yeah. he's like, oh, you should, you know, he was the one who said you should you shouldn't hide that. You should include that in your resume. While I've, it's always been my understanding is like after a certain age where you went to high school, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm like, but I, I kind of get it. Cause our high school was kind of like up there. So it, it kind of makes sense. But like I was telling him about my parents' business and he knew exactly where it was. He's just oh, like, Oh, in, in that town's like, yeah. Oh, it's, you know, it's right past the, the railroad track right after the, the boys and girls club on the left hand side. I'm like, Jesus Christ, this man really loves Arizona. Damn. To know that? Like, that come wild. on, dude. It's like, oh, you know, yeah, it's, it's uh, he's, he's really interesting. Um, Damn, that's fucking wild. But yeah, no, I'm with you on the whole, like, high school thing. Like, I've got a college degree. Like, and for me, I was just like, all right, I'm fucking 32 now. Why would I have my high school on my resume? And thinking about it, it's just like, all right, and actually, no, that school carries weight in, in Phoenix specifically. Yeah. Um, but potentially even other parts of the country, but like specifically Phoenix. And so when, when you told me that he called you out on it that day, I fucking updated my resume to include I mean, it on there. It, it opened it, uh, not doors, but it, it, it made some board members e- more at ease at another property I have in the, in the ritzy part of town. Um, oh yeah. Because, um, one of my previous bosses always told me to try to find ways to make connections because that's how people are going to remember you and they're going to open their, like, trust you. And, and I remember walking up to an owner's door and I saw a, um, a logo of our school, like, right outside in their landscaping. And I was, I was like, oh, it just triggered because I remember their last name while we were in school. It's a very unique last name. Oh, shit. And I quickly, hey, did your kids go to this school? And they're like, Oh yeah, like what do you know? I'm like, I went to that school too. I was in school with your kids, and now like, it <laughs> it, it, it it definitely got them to like really like me because you know like oh you know he's a good kid he must be smart because he went to the school. It also created some awkward situations where they try to introduce me. I'm like, I never met the dude, <laughs> but I just I remembered knowing his their names because it's very unique. And they're like, I'm I'm meeting their wives and seeing their grand the kids and like oh yeah. No, I, yeah, of course I went to school with your dad. Damn. I don't remember him, dude. Yeah, and he's probably telling them the same thing. I don't no, fucking remember, remember this, dude, but hey, whatever. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> I, to be fair, I think out of the two of us, you're probably more memorable at that school than I am for the simple fact that, like, how many tall six foot three Mexicans are there that went there? <laughs> I remember the time where we did the lightsaber fight in school. I don't remember that. You don't at remember all. that? Uh-uh. Like every senior and junior brought lightsabers. Uh-uh, I don't remember and that. And we like charge at each other. Oh, you wonder what fuck were you hanging out at, dude? It was a whole thing. Oh um, shit! Yeah, we charge at each other and swung a uh, light, like the plastic lightsabers at each other. Um, I remember the teachers found out and they tried to keep us in chapel for like our whole lunch period to make sure it didn't happen. Oh shit! But we still end up doing. But I bring that up because someone recorded it even back in two thousand seven eight when there was no smartphones. 
and post it on YouTube. And you see everybody like on both sides, like just getting ready to charge, riding each other up. And then you see me like a head taller than everybody else. <laughs> I'm like, that's me right there, mom. Look at me. <laughs> it's like, goddamn, so much bigger than everybody else. Uh, oh, that, that that was that was so much fun. It's very, oh, I, I remember it very fondly. I know one of our classmates got a cut on his eyelid. So you think about it. What if his eye had been open at that very moment? Shit. That's that's something I remember from then. But anyways. Um, oh, shit. That is wild. Uh-huh. Damn. Uh, never a dull moment, right? No, God I mean, it's it it very interesting um, high school. Yeah. Uh, how did we get to this point? Oh, uh, building connections. Like it's, building it's all, connections it's, right? It really is all about building connections. Because I remember, uh, you know, sometimes my one of my former bosses would do that. And I was like, oh, yeah, Dallas. And they he would just find ways like that building, this person. And people would be feel way more comfortable. And it would piss me off to be like, how do you know everybody? I'm like, it's just the way you're supposed to try to make it work. And I've really taken that to heart and try to do that because it, it does open doors for you. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And um, it, it's crazy, like, what those connections do and what those connections get. Because, like, you know, for me, being on the job hunt for the last couple months, like it's literally all about connections. Mm -hmm. You're who, you know, gets you in the door. What, you know, lets you stay. Yeah. And so for me, like I, I have no shame like at all. Like I am not afraid to use my connections and use the, the people that know more than I do or in a position to, to help me and support me. I'm not afraid to use that. I'm not afraid to reach out and be like, yo, Here's my situation. Here's what I need. Here's what I need from you specifically. What can I do to help you with that? And it's just like, dude, I haven't heard from you in like a year. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. (laughs) 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 Like, I reached out to a dude that I worked with 10 years ago that I haven't talked to since then. How do you even still have their contact? I have them on LinkedIn. Oh, okay. And so like I got them on LinkedIn and he's a hiring manager for a position that I've been applying for. Uh. And so I, f- I was like, dude, I worked with you 10 years ago at Apple. I'm like, I haven't talked to you since then. I'm like, what do you think, man? Like, oh, how's, it, how's it going? Like, I'd love to talk to you about this role. This is making me cringe. <laughs> I, I, like, uh, I was dude, like, I, I don't care. <laughs> I, I get it. Like, I truly do get it. Like, yeah, if you can find that way. 10 years, though? Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> Damn, that'd be like me reaching out to the people we used to play Call of Duty with 10 years ago. I'm like, hey, classic, do you remember me? <laughs> no. Damn, I wonder what happened to that dude. Uh, he was a Colombian one, right? Was he Colombian? There was one who was, was like actually South Colombian. America. I, he was South America. He was, I don't know if he was Colombian, but I remember he was from South America. Anyways, uh, uh, I digress. Welcome to our, our brains reminiscing of shit squirrel. that happened 10 years ago. Yep, squirrel, literally. Um but yeah, I have zero shame when it comes to fucking reaching out uh, about all that shit. And actually, funny enough, I made a shit ton of new connections during this time that I was laid off, literally because of one viral post that I made. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, made, I made a post kind of like laying out what happened to me at, at this last role. And so like LinkedIn, they give you st- stats. They give you... Um, like kind of your insights and everything like that based on, on how many people have seen it, how many people have like interacted with it, all of that. The last I checked like a couple weeks ago, it had over 140,000 views Fuck. with like 
you know, a thousand, two thousand people like interacting with it. Good Lord. And I'm just like, oh shit. Good Lord. <laughs> I am so glad I didn't mention the company by name in that post because I probably would have gotten sued. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> which kind of shows what he wrote. Right. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, it was an interesting one. Basically, I it was a post about me talking about my essentially about how interesting the timing was about what I got laid off for or what I got fired for, not even laid off, what I got fired for. Mm. And for that to come up in that moment is very, very questionable timing, very, very questionable, um, like kind of reasonings behind it where like any, literally anyone on the outside looking in would be like, uh, yeah, that company's bullshitting you like they're lying through their fucking teeth like that kind of post yeah and excuse me and uh yeah so like it went crazy viral a lot more than i was expecting and yeah i I don't know it was it was wild i think probably a good like 150 200 people added me on linkedin after that post i always forget that linkedin is is basically it's a professional social media right mm-hmm. to me it was just like you know if you know this person professionally just add them on there and that way in the future if you need to reach out to them you do that but making posts and clearly can creating something that took off there's just something like i forgot you could do on linkedin yeah uh, it's it's wild seeing the amount of people that are like building their brand essentially on on linkedin and using that to find new roles to, Mm. to find new business, to find, you know, whatever it may be. And like, that's their brand. And so like, you're seeing who they are, what they're about, what they're looking for, what their skill set is like right there at the drop of a hat, just by looking at that. And to me, that's awesome. I, I love my, my wife jokingly calls me, you know, this, this super like hipster, like feminist, like <laughs> all, all of this shit, because I'm like, I am, I'm very almost anti old school business mm-hmm. in almost everything that I do. And so like it ruffles a lot of feathers in traditional businesses and traditional business mindsets, which explains why I like startups so much. Cause you get to try to form the culture. You get to, you get to form the culture. You get to be a part of the culture. You get a bit more freedom to, you know, be a part of that and, and shape that. Damn. I see you made a face. Cause like you blended the two together and I saw that face. Was that a good face or a bad face? Cause That's I got very, a little bit left. That's very good. All right. Done. Yeah, I put both wellers together. Or... Done. Yeah. There we go. All right. Yeah. I, I saw that face and I was like, Oh shit. I have not seen that face. Um, from someone like, Oh shit. It was either like this tasted really good or this tasted absolute shit. So <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I think about make me think of a meme. Um, Oh God, that's really good. Um, what were we talking about? <laughs> LinkedIn, LinkedIn connections, building your jobs, brand. Yeah. yeah. Building your brand. Um, yeah, that, it's really cool that that happened, man. Um, I was trying to do that. We had a trade show um, last week in my industry downtown, which is cool because I got to 
it's really the only time I really get to see my coworkers since I'm an on-site manager. There's people who work at the corporate office who I, I really only go to my corporate office twice a year, and that's you know drop off budgets and then pick up ballots for my annual meetings. Other than that, I truly really try not to go there because it's it's like on the other fucking side of town, right? Yeah, it's it's. I mean, if you know Phoenix, it's it's like at the border of Mesa and Apache Junction. Fuck that. Yeah, when people say it's just Mesa, I'm like, no, it's 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 at the end of Mesa. That's, that's the end of Mesa. That's which is is hilarious. This is how far it is. My new my new place is in Tempe, which is, I guess you can consider that the middle of the city, considering how far east we go now. Damn, that's wild to think about. Tempe is probably closer to the center of the city than anything. It's still 20 minutes from Tempe to get to the office. Damn, that's, that's how far, wild, and that's all freeway. Uh, yeah. Anyways. Um, it was, it was cool trying to build these connections, and then you get to see the vendors. So I'm like, hey, you know, you see them for the first time because, you know, typically it's either phone or email. I'm like, oh, yeah, man, it's great to see you. And I get to, like, I really like to thank people who've helped me out. So I was thinking, like, attorneys who helped me out during, like, the closeout process of my previous building. I was thinking vendors for, like, you know, helping me out for this, like, favor I asked. It, I, I always like doing that because it helps me, helps them remember me because typically people in my industry are kind of assholes to vendors i believe that i I, i'm not even just industry like in your industry just like vendors in general i feel like people are just kind of assholes to them yeah and then a lot of times those vendors are assholes too and so that kind of like it's you know chicken and egg thing like which came first was the vendor the asshole first and now this person's that way or was this person the asshole to the vendor and now the vendor's an asshole back like it's which one actually happened that first. totally makes sense no i agree with you 100 percent on that one because yeah like um previous person at my position in my new place she yelled at everybody that's all i'm hearing is how she would yell at vendors she'd yell at employees she'd yell at she was just a very angry person and that's how people were like just scared to work at that building because she kind of ruined it and i'm like well if you treat them at least with a little respect Though it'll go further than them not wanting to work with you. I've uh, literally fired people like that. I've had to like coach out of the business and like people that reported to me and never once had to yell at any employee ever. Actually, maybe one time because it was probably just like catching someone over there. They're about to do something stupid and like hurt themselves or hurt someone else. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? And that's probably. The, the only time I've ever come to like yelling at someone, like it baffles me that people actually think that's like okay, Dude, normal. How she, like how she didn't get fired is beyond me. One of the stories the housekeeper told me was that she picked up a cue ball and chucked it at her, like it, like in her direction, not directly at her, and just her in her direction. I'm like, fuck, did she not get fired for that? Unless the housekeeper kind of kept it to herself and didn't like... Because, you know, that's the role it, yeah. Of, yeah, the role of typical Hispanic women who are scared of getting, you know, losing their jobs. They're not going to report something. But when, what, in what situation is that a reasonable reaction? Never. Ever. And again, like, the at all. bar and was you're the super low. And you're dude. the manager of the building. Like, yeah. Dude, uh, yeah, like... You weren't fucking kidding and, and when then, you said the bar was set low there. And then shit. Speaking of like, you know, if who, what came first, the bad vendor or the bad manager. In mine, and like, if they're not good people, then I just won't use you. It's not like you're the only, this person in your industry. I'll find someone who can and shit, it'll work out eventually. But 
to just keep having these negative relationships with people fuck that yeah well no like so it's funny you bring that up so my wife she in her role she does a lot of hiring she does a lot of like performance management coaching um things like that and so they have a a variety of vendors and like recruiters specifically like recruitment companies that are trying to get their people placed Mm -hmm. at my wife's company and so they'll like wine and diner they'll you know, try and take her out for lunch or go get a drink or, or whatever it may be. And she tells me about all those experiences. And she even reached out on my behalf to some of them that have been good to her while I was looking for a job. Like, Hey, this is my husband. He's looking for this. He's looking for this. Like you've been awesome working with me. Love to, you know, connect, connect you guys. And there's also the flip side of that where she's like, this guy's a fucking dick. Like, or this guy's just like a complete piece of shit or like whatever. And they've gone and hang, hung out. And I'm just like, damn, that really fucking sucks. Yeah. Um, damn. Uh, <laughs> this is going to be fun. So the kid is just starting to wake up from his nap. You might be able to hear him. Yeah, you might be able to. Like, he literally fell asleep on the floor. Uh, well, not necessarily on the floor. So he's got like, he's got his bed. And then we have like a fold out mattress that we put next to his bed in case he like rolls out. Yeah. I mean, he's going to be two next week. So mm. literally a week from today, actually. Um, so he's going to be two next week. So he's got his new bed. He's got all of that. And we're literally just like he fell asleep for his nap. Half of himself was on that mattress that's on the ground. The other half was on the ground. that was hilarious to see (laughs) it's like now he's up and he's probably pissed because he was fucking sleeping on the ground (laughs) (laughs) Uh, love that little demon um but in the joys of parenthood uh this is where we're ultimately gonna have to wrap up this episode because now we gotta go take care of him he's probably hungry needs a diaper change um, and we'll kind of go hang out and, and do all of that. So thank you guys for listening to us talk about, honestly, this whole episode is about fucking jobs, yeah. uh, jobs, working connections, business, all that, all that good fun stuff. So hopefully it was entertaining. Hopefully you got something good out of it. This was a little, yeah, we just, we had no idea where we were going to talk about coming into this. We just said, fuck it. Let's wing it. Yeah. And it uh, working out. Yeah. And so there you go. So thank you guys as always for listening uh let us know you know respond to like follow or fuck me i have haven't done this outro in a while we're on everything yeah we are on every potential podcast platform you can listen to so apple Podcasts, spotify anchor google Podcasts, stitcher fucking you name it um we're on every single platform that potentially exists follow us on instagram at nobody important podcast and Yeah, this is episode four of season two of the Nobody Important Podcast. Uh, Deuces.